daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that says, all right, remember, alcohol equals puke equals smelly mess equals nobody likes you. Um, I don't know. Is that Adina Menzel in Vogue? No, it's just from The Wedding Singer. Ah, from The Wedding Adam Singer. Adam Sandler film. Of course. <laughs> An Adam Sandler film. It's been a long time. Yeah, uh, so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Salad Pit. My name is Luke, and this is also Luke. He's having dinner. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm and this still is really giddy from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't know if I can do this. So uh this is the Sandler Pit, a podcast where we watch and talk about every single Adam Sandler film and TV show and appearance. Uh and <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? Why is it so it's a, wet? It's a lime. I'm just oh, squirting the lime over my dinner. What are you eating? Um, I've got a HelloFresh tofu uh, Thai green curry. That sounds really nice. Uh, so jasmine rice. So we've just, fuck's sake, I'm so hungry. We've just recorded an episode. It's 9pm. We have to do the intro to this, a film that isn't out for 12 days. And you're just fucking eating dinner. Eating my dinner, yeah. I don't get cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. I have more respect for the podcast than to just eat my dinner. You've Last eaten week. before on the pod. I haven't eaten dinner. You had sweets once. <laughs> I ate sweets. I've eaten nuts. I've eaten banana chips. I've never eaten a full Thai green curry. Oh, it's a bit spicy. <laughs> I know it is. Of course it is, you fucking twat. Oh, that is nice. How much have um, you got to eat? Show me it. Show me your plate. Oh my god, there's so dinner. much stuff. There's a massive dinner. Yeah, it's a big dinner. It's a proper like a proper dinner, man, like portion. It looks huge. I really want that. It's good HelloFresh. It's worth doing. We're not I know, sponsored. I know, I, know. I know I did HelloFresh the other day, Mark. I did a uh, sweet potato and mm. red kidney bean quesadillas. Oh, I had was, those. It was really tasty. My good, house, yeah, my housemate went away for I don't know, I think he went to Portugal. So he had quite a few of them left. So I, mm. I made them. And it was really good, but my fridge would just be full of HelloFresh fresh bags. Unless yeah. we bought them together. But we have different timetables. It wouldn't work. You can make it work. You have one meal, he has the other. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I was telling you last the other week, I was just eating sandwiches every single day, like big, big sandwiches. Yeah, you loved your sandwiches. I was getting free sandwiches from work. And then my housemate made me a salad. From his HelloFresh thing, because he was worried about me. That's three. <laughs> three sandwiches right. seems like too many. It was three, and it was free. So it was like I wasn't spending any money on them, and there was a lot of them, and they were huge. The bread cakes were the size of my head. Decent. That is decent. And anyway, I've got a big head. We're we're here in this episode to speak about Adam Sandler's latest comedy out outputting on a uh, Netflix, which is. You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Not yeah. bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. Isn't that pronounced bar mitzvah? I don't think so. Is it not? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain it's not. So that's the one that, that's the female version of a bar mitzvah. Is it? 
Right. Yes. Um, and basically, I've watched the trailer for this, and it's about one of Adam Sandler's daughters in real life and in the film is having her bat mitzvah. She wants it to be a big event. I think she wants like Taylor Swift there and that sort of thing. Like she wants it to be huge. She's planning it with her best friend. She's doing it to impress a boy. And then I think she sees her best friend kissing the boy that she wants to impress. Oh. So they fall out. Then she's so not invited to her bat mitzvah. I see. Yeah, age 13, a boy becomes a bar mitzvah, which is a son of the commandments. And at age 12, a girl becomes a bat mitzvah, a daughter of the commandments. I just want to say quickly, if we're mispronouncing or not explaining well any of these religious uh, holidays or it's occasions... because I've got food in my mouth. Yeah, it's because he's full <laughs> of food and I'm from Sheffield. <laughs> so we don't <laughs> pronounce anything right. Um, yeah, I haven't seen the trailer for this. I just saw the a uh, little clip that was on Netflix. Hmm. I, so I have literally no opinions of this, and I really just want to go in blind. Um, yeah. In case it's something fun and special. I was pleasantly surprised by the trailer. I thought it looked quite funny, and the sort of side of Adam Sandler we've kind of not really seen. And maybe Happy Madison that we've not seen. Is is the house bunny the only one that's had a lead female? <sighs> Probably, yeah. I feel like, like it is. Yeah. And this oh, the wrong Missy. Perspective. Oh, yeah, the wrong Missy as well. I guess that was co-leads, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. This seems to be led from her perspective and, and the younger protagonist for a change. So it could be mm. quite fun. Yeah. I like coming-of-age films. I'm a big fan of a Bildungsroman. What's that? A coming-of-age film. Oh. It's just the smart-ass way of saying it. Did not like that. Um, <laughs> this could be Happy Madison's Easy A. It could be their it could be. Bird. It could be there, uh, that one where he's... Clueless. No, the one where he's on a little skateboard. Billy Madison? Platt, no, the one with Jonah Hill made. Oh, yeah, that was good, that film. What was that yeah. called? Skate Park or something like that. It wasn't called Skate Park. It was called... Uh, we watched it together. Plan B, maybe. We watched... No, we watched the other one. We watched... Oh, we uh, watched Eighth Grade. We watched Eighth Grade. That was a very good film. No, we watched both of them. What's it called? Jonah Hill, Bildung's Roman. Little boy skateboarding, hanging out with older kids. Oh, mid-90s. Mid-90s, that's it, yeah. Yeah, that that's good. good film, yeah. So this could be that. It could also just be shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. There's precedent for that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, did you say it's one of Adam Sandler's kids who's the lead? Yeah, I'm not sure what her name is. But Sadie they're Sonic. both in it. Right. One of them looks exactly like Adam Sandler with long hair. If if he was a kid, like she has his mm. exact face. I think I sent you a photo of it. Have we ever seen either of them in a leading role? No, I don't think so. I don't know if they've even played his kids in films. They must no. have done, but maybe yeah, not. they're they're taking the reins. I mean, I guess you could say this is a nepo baby film. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But. I mean, he's he gives his friends all these roles. It's quite nice to see him give his kids it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But what I am annoyed about, which I will not fucking stay silent on, is where, oh, where is my Jared Sandler leading vehicle? It'll happen, man. It will happen eventually. I mean, we can only dream, but like, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, like what? Ted, Ted the pool boy. 
a lifeguard gets struck by lightning and <laughs> no, I don't know what the film would be. It'd be something like that though. <laughs> I thought you were describing his character from home team then. Isn't that just his character in that? Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. He's a pool boy, is he? Yeah, yeah he's always remember. a pool boy. Yeah, the pool boy from home team is finally getting the spin-off he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I think I said this about Adam Devine in the last episode, but if I went up to a thousand people in Sheffield with a picture of Jared Sandler, not a single person would be able to name him, hmm. I think. Or Alan Cover or any of these people, really. Probably. Even even if you catch us on a bad day, we probably wouldn't recognise Jared Sandler. Yeah. We've probably yeah. seen films where we've not recognised him. I bet he's oh, in this, 100%. though. I hope so. I'm not going to look at the cast. I don't want to know anything about it. But I want him to be like a gym teacher at their school. <sighs> nah, janitor. <laughs> the young janitor. <laughs> the young janitor. But although maybe it's like a play on Goodwill Hunting and he tries to do the maths thing. He tries it's to completely wrong. that mitzvah on the whiteboard. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, yeah. No. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this. I think it looks it looks quite harmless in a nice sort of way as well. Okay. Well, I I haven't watched the trailer so I'm quite excited to, to see it. Usually when we watch an Adam Sandler led film, we have something called a Sandler scale. Hmm. And will that be the same for Sadie slash Sunny Sandler? Well, it's still a Sandler, yeah, so I guess so. Yeah. Bikini babes. Coca-Cola. In this high school kids film. I really hope not. No. <laughs> nah, uh, we might be a bit selective of which ones we pick, because it might not all be transferable. It the tropes very will probably crude. be there, though, won't they? Like slapstick and people placement. Yeah. Singing. Yeah. You'd hope. Why not? Um, I don't have anything else to say. And to be honest, I just want to go and have my, my dinner, man. Yeah. I'm enjoying mine. I know, I mean... I've been taking it slow. You've taken a full five-minute break. Isn't it going cold? Yeah, it probably is getting cold, but it's so spicy there. It warms you up anyway. That is the tofu Thai green curry from HelloFresh. We're not sponsored, but I am enjoying it a lot. Not yet. If you use code, (laughs) Sandler Pit Boys. All right, well, let's go watch this film in 12 days. Eat our dinners. And when we're back, we'll discuss if it was a good bat mitzvah or not. It's mad that I've got to eat at least 12 dinners. Before this, yeah, I'm gonna have eight crazy nights. Wait, no, that's that's not a Christmas. That's Christmas, yeah. <laughs> right religion, though, you're on the right track. Right religion. I don't know anything about bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs. Maybe I've this one will teach one. me. No, nah, me neither. My, my wife's been to one. Has she? What? Who was two? Actually, she's been to a bat mitzvah and a bar mitzvah. Who were the Who were the kids? How does she know? Um, her old neighbours when she grew up. Their parents oh, were at cool. the wedding actually. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I'll ask her about it. Bloody everyone was at your wedding. Yeah. The, the it's like international network. Mitzvah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was mad. When we're back, we'll discuss how good of a bat mitzvah it was. I'll ask I'll ask Emma how accurate it is to her experience. Why you get her on? Interview her. Mm. Just about that and then send her away again. <laughs> she can come in for five minutes, share my mic. <laughs> Oh, that'd be nice, actually. Has she ever been on this? Except for occasionally shouting. I think it's her shouting in the background, usually. Yeah. All right, uh, so grab your... Uh... Your hat? Is that a little hat? Yeah, maybe. Grab the Torah. don't know if that's what it's actually called. Grab a, a chair that you get lifted in, maybe. And... This is terrible, isn't it? Oh, well... Uh... I think grab your school books and we'll go down to the high school. Ah, uh, 
Oh, <laughs> Wait, what? Where Luke Thomas is what are you doing? Here. Oh no, 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 that's where you. That's where you <laughs> want to go. So you want to go. So you're headed to the high school. Why? You don't have kids, man. I thought I was invited to the bat mitzvah. Oh right, no, <laughs> I don't think that. Does that take place in a school? In the school hall. No. It depends what budget you're on. Yeah, I think they're going to be on a high budget. High budget, right in the temple. They look like they're well off in the trailer. They've got a big TV. <laughs> Whatever, let's just go watch it. Go watch it. I'm so hungry. Just, for... <laughs> just See you in two weeks. <laughs> I'll see you in two weeks, man. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. My bot mitzvah determines the rest of my life. And we are back. We've celebrated our bat mitzvah. That's how it's pronounced, not bat mitzvah. So forget that. Bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Kind of like how we worked out the pronunciation of Adam Devine and then just called him Devine for the rest yeah. of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've had our Bart Mitzvah and we are here to talk all about it. Luke Thomas, can you explain the plot of the film? You are so not invited to my Bart Mitzvah. Yeah, so uh, You're So Not Invited to My Bart Mitzvah is about a <laughs> is about a girl called, I don't know her name. Do you remember her name? Uh, I've just watched this. I don't think I wrote it down to be honest, because I just call them Young Sandler. Both of the girls, <laughs> both yeah, of the which, Young Sandler girls. Which one's which? Like, like, who's the lead in this? Is it Sunny Sandler, Sadie Sandler? I, I think, I think Sunny is. I think Sunny might be the older one because her character. I remember her, her character is called Ronnie, which I feel like is just one letter difference from her real name. Right. So no, S- Sadie Sandler plays Ronnie. Oh, okay. And Sonny Sandler is Stacy. So right. Stacy is the uh, girl who's turning 13 and she has a best friend who is called a different name. <laughs> Lydia. 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 Lydia, uh, played by Samantha Lorraine. And they're like best friends in high school. Um, and they're like nerds, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then Lydia gets the chance to become a popular girl, but then for a series of events that transpire, the two girls become enemies for a brief period uh, because they're arguing over a dreamy boy. <laughs> uh, Luke, what did you uh, think of You Are So Not Invited to My Bart Mitzvah? I think it's it's Adam Sandler's best film this year. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, I really liked it, actually. I um, I was pleasantly surprised that Happy Madison managed to make a film that doesn't feel too Happy Madison without being like mm-hmm. a scary Madison or a Madison 21. Very niche sentence there. I don't know if anyone's ever spoken that before, but <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of, I, I don't want to sound like I'm acting like this is the greatest film ever because I would probably give this out of 10, like a, a solid maybe like seven at most. And that's quite, I don't know, a little bit generous maybe, yeah. but it kind of was such a like weird relief after yeah. all the films that we've watched that there's parts where it feels like they've actually thought about where the camera's being placed. Like they've used a few different techniques rather than just like, let's film this like it's an advert, like all the father of the year films and even the outlaws. The last one we watched was, it was a bit better than some of the other Netflix offerings, but like this actually felt like they were a little bit creative with it, which is, which is always nice. Um, it was quite worrying when they said that his two kids were going to be like the leads of a film because 
we've seen them before and they're never like you wouldn't be like oh they're terrible or whatever but actually like <laughs> fine in this they're pretty good they're quite um quite i mean it's hard to say likable because the lead character is a, a naughty girl but i mean she was you kind of did root for her at the same time and yeah i I just enjoyed it i thought it was fun and i really like adam sandler's role in this and i feel like it's the sort of thing that i want to see him doing rather than being like lenny fedder where he just like farts on david spade's head all the time and stuff like that it was um yeah i had fun watching it actually and it's probably the first one i've watched in about 20 episodes where my wife actually paid attention to it rather than like deciding after the first five minutes that she was going to like go on her phone or leave the room <laughs> that must be a good sign i guess um yeah what about you what did you think uh yeah i quite like this as well it reminded me a little bit of um that film that came out this year what's it called the uh are you there god it's me margaret oh yeah i didn't Which, see that it's supposed to be pretty it's, good it's an amazing film yeah it's really really good uh this it's a bit hard to compare the two because this isn't as good as that. Uh, and that did it kind of perfectly, that whole like coming of age story. Um, but I, I do think this was really good. And I, and like you said, I think Adam Sandler's settled into this quite nice, wholesome role quite well. Mm. And I, I much prefer seeing him do this than any of his like older shtick. I think he's really settled into this nice like comedy character now and... Yeah, I like this actually quite a bit at times. There was bits, particularly near the end, where I was quite emotionally invested in it, hmm. uh, which I didn't expect to be. And yeah, I thought overall, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I think um, it kind of reminded me about of when we spoke about. I think it was Father of the Year when David Spade was obviously in that, but it actually focused more on the young ones. And we said like it's it's a good idea to do that and to actually keep the older ones as like side characters that just mm. appear now and again but only if the lead characters the younger ones are a more interesting or like at least good acting cast and whatever and i think yeah, in, two... in this i quite liked all of them the kids they were quite funny and whatever yeah i mean yeah i don't think anyone's compared this to father of the year probably <laughs> and we, we did it quite a lot but <laughs> Father of the Year, the cast, the young cast in that were absolutely awful and yeah. they had no charisma and no charm. But yeah, I thought I was very actually surprised by uh, Sonny Sandler. I thought she was actually quite good. Mm-hmm. I can imagine her doing something else quite good. I thought that she got into the role quite well. She was very, well, there wasn't a point where I was just like, oh my God, she's awful and yeah. this is just nepotism or whatever. I actually thought it was all kind of sweet that. It was all their family all working on this film together. It's quite nice. Yeah, this is the first one where it's felt like it is actually a genuinely nice thing because they're all there kind of for a reason. They're all actually playing characters rather than just like... I mean, what was Jackie Sandler in The Outlaws? She just appeared as a bakery owner. Yeah, she didn't she pretend to slice her own throat or get, she, she her, get shot? She pretended to get shot in the neck. But like, that was just a bit pointless. Whereas this, it actually feels like they're all doing something quite quite good. I think, yeah. do, you, do you think that... Um, I mean, I liked Adina Menzel in it, but do you think it would have benefited if that was Jackie Sandler, or do you think that they made the right choice to give her a slightly lesser role? I think the fact that they had Adina Menzel in it, I thought, all right, so they they've cast a bigger name actress to play the mother, so that mother role will be quite big or quite expanded upon, or maybe it'll 
focus a little bit on the mother daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. She's barely in it. Like they didn't really yeah. focus on her at all. It's more the relationship between Adam Sandler and his daughter, which is, I think, a good idea because they obviously have a natural chemistry because it's his yeah. real life child. But yeah, I was kind of wondering why did they bother having Adina Menzel? She's not singing. She's not why <laughs> what caster. Yeah, where's the power Sandler? <laughs> I think Jackie Sandler could have fit that role fine. Yeah. I don't really understand why they didn't, but I didn't mind her and her role that she had. Yeah. Which was as the best friend's mum. I guess if you look at all the films that she's been in, she's in more comedies, I guess. And Adina Menzel's a bit more, not necessarily a serious actor. She's more theatrical, isn't she? Yeah. Would Would you say, I guess the side character was just a bit more of a funny a funnier role, wasn't it? Because she was going through that divorce and she was like a quite chaotic woman. So I guess give it to a someone who's been in more comedy films and then, I don't know. I is don't it know. stunt casting to have Adina Menzel? Not really, is it? It's not like... Is she a big draw? No, I don't think so. More as a voice know. actor or if she was singing. But, I mean, she was she was still good in it. Yeah, it's I don't good, want to throw... a thankless role, I suppose. Yeah, I don't want to throw shade at Adina Menzel. She did perfectly in the role that she was given it was just not a big role uh, yeah. or as big a role as i'd expect to hire such a like named actor i think um two things about this that really help is that one it's an adaptation mm. it's based on a book which gives a better framework like a more tried and tested thing we're not getting any reveals halfway through that they're going to cure cancer with something that's inside their bum we're not having <laughs> any there's like no tonal shifts in this that like felt out of place or whatever which I think is very nice and also um, you've got the fact that it's directed by a female. That is notable. Which is great. Like there's not been many women directors in these films. There's, Have there I been think, any In our whole women? podcast we've covered maybe I think three films with um, women directors. I know Billy Madison did. Billy Madison. But that was pretty happy Madison. Yeah, Mixed Nuts. Mixed Which, nuts again. Not Happy Madison. Not Happy Madison. Let's have a look at Happy Madison ones. It'll surely show who directed all I, of them. I think this might be the first Happy Madison. I think it was a different um, film that had a, a woman director. I can't remember which one. Yeah, I'm going through like Mike uh, Binder, Frank Caracci, Dennis Dugan, Fred Wolf, Fred Wolf, Adam Shankman, Steve Judd, Nicholas, Dennis, Frank, Tom, Dennis, Sean, Frank, Dennis, Frank, Andy, Fred, Chris, Frank, Stephen, Robert, Tyler, Stephen, Kyle, Tyler, Stephen, Charles, Daniel, Jeremiah, Jeremy, Tyler, and then finally, uh, Sammy Cohen. Yes, yeah, so the first yeah. first woman director of any Happy Madison film. Um, I do think that's a, definitely a step in the right direction. Like that's always been the the biggest show I think with Happy Madison films it's just a singular voice and it's always this kind of boring middle-aged bloke perspective and if they'd have gone with a male director I don't think this film would have worked as well yeah it's just nice that it, feels, authentic. it feels quite modern as well like yeah. I mean I, I there was a lot of references to like famous people singers and stuff a lot of songs from like Dua Lipa Haim <laughs> all of these sort of people I mean I don't really recognize many of them but it was kind of a real change from just hearing Leonard Skinner and yeah. <laughs> all those same boys all the time, those old man groups. <laughs> what's the main one that he always had in his his Yeah, film? what's that song? Yeah. 
dire straits that uh, dun, 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 walk of life this, is it called yeah but there's like, the one the, the one band that we were always talking about the jg loves the jg giles band or something that's it the jg giles band <laughs> What was I song? can't believe they did it. remember they performed at the end of Grown Ups 2. Yeah, <laughs> Sense of Party. <laughs> My no, love no, goes no, cold. No, 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 love goes no, 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 Is it like that? No, 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 no. And then Love Stinks as well. Like, yeah, so <laughs> basically it's very unusual that this would have reference to like TikTok, gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, it did feel incredibly modern. It was weird seeing Adam Sandler like saying these kind of words. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't really see it. And also, it kind of felt tongue-in-cheek enough mm. rather than when we watched Real Rob and he's like, you mean I've got to use the unisex bathrooms? And he's, like, making a criticism of it. Yeah. like that's... In this, it was like, Adam Sandler didn't get it, but he didn't criticise it. Yeah, and also, he kind of... That's a very, very good comparison you just made yeah so what rob schneider would do with this kind of material would be he'd poke fun at it and act like his ways are right while Sam sandler pokes fun but in a kind of dad way yeah and, but also he still he like there's later on where he apologizes for gaslighting his daughter and stuff and he's <laughs> like oh yeah you're right i am gaslighting you or whatever <laughs> and he's it's he, there's a bit of poking fun but also respecting it as well uh, yeah which I, I think was very nice very refreshing felt kind of this natural. was a, it didn't yeah. feel it didn't feel shoehorned or anything, which I think is quite good. Yeah, his character in this is probably one of his best. <laughs> I really like this guy. It's just such a nice role. Yeah, it is nice. This is what his role um, in this is just a dad, isn't he? He doesn't do anything particularly yeah. notable or whatever. He's just a nice dad to two teenagers he doesn't quite understand. It's like the middle ground between the Meyerwitz stories and like I don't know, one of these more regular kind of characters. He's not as, just not as annoying or obnoxious as he is in like, no. I don't know, that's my boy. <laughs> that's that's the worst dad, Sandler. <laughs> and this is the best dad, Sandler. How do you, yeah, who's, who, what other dad Sandlers are there? And how Big do they Daddy, The archetype. I don't like him. He's not an actual dad though, he, until the end of the film. It's like the his origin of film, story of becoming a dad. <laughs> is that the first time he was a dad in a film? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably is. Probably, yeah. Because and then he became a dad for a while. Like grown ups, him, mm-hmm. an all right dad, but he's also like moans that his kids aren't playing Tetris or something, doesn't he? Yeah, he's not the dad in bedtime stories, is he? He's the no, he's not the dad. Yeah, he's he's just like a freak in that. He's a. Uh... <laughs> Oh, in Click. He fast Click. forwards through his children's lives. So That's one of the worst dad dads. Yeah, he's he's a bad dad in all of these. Whereas in this, it's just like a very normal kind of dad, I think. Yeah, normal, I thought but... that. Yeah. I kind of wish almost they'd leaned more into the drama a little bit, to be honest, because I feel like he could have acted like really deep in this, I think. Or if it had focused on the father-daughter relationship, I think this could have been quite moving at times i think they skirt around it and they have a few moments of it it's a side but... story though isn't it exactly yeah and that isn't the focus of the film and i'm kind of glad that he took a step back and doesn't yeah. make himself the focus really um, yeah because if it was someone else they probably would try and steal the show a bit more yeah but in this he kind of gives his a platform to his daughters and he probably has an equal amount of screen time as as sadie sandler actually and she's also in a side character role as well 
She's and they quite, kind of give them quite a bit funny more. in this as well. Yeah, she's all right. What's her what's her character? Just an arsehole? The side <laughs> joke. She's like they keep on referencing that when she was younger, she was a crazy asshole or something like that. They keep saying, yeah. I, I was nuts when I was younger, but like she just seems like the most chilled person ever. In yeah, current she's day. Like quite normal, yeah. It's just and her and just... I, I want to say it's her girlfriend, but it's probably not. It kind of seems it's not like it because is. Yeah, I thought that's what they were setting up. And I was like, oh, I can't wait for the reveal. But then at the end, they're like, sat with those two boys watching Shawshank Redemption. I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. You've I like that they've been it. watching horror films. That was the running thing. They're always watching horror films. And the last one's the Shawshank Redemption. I mean, I know that's it's the, the biggest horror of them all. <laughs> I mean, that bit is also quite horrifying, the bit of Shawshank Redemption. Because isn't that the bit where he comes out of prison and it's like the future for him? Yeah, like, yeah, I hate the future, and then he kills himself. There's no place for him in the world, yeah. So he just finds a finds a ledge, doesn't he? Um, yeah. <laughs> checks out. Um, yeah, I I I didn't mind it though. I thought I thought she was good, considering again, it's like a bit of a thankless role. How distracting was it though that she just has Adam Sand's exact face? Yeah, yeah, that is an unusual part. I think about both kids is that they they do look related to him. So yeah, it is it is very distracting at times. I would say that the lead girl looks more like a mixture of both her parents, though, whereas the older one just looks very very Sandler. It's it's kind of scary to see him like driving cars and stuff. Yeah, the isn't kids that can mad? drive so young, can't they? Yeah, but I mean, she's probably like seventeen, right? Yeah, probably, I guess. In real life. I don't know. Aged before our eyes. What do you think? I know, right? Moon feel a bit, bit misty-eyed. <laughs> Look how far they've all come. <laughs> um, let's get talking about the serious matters, though. Do you think that it's right that Americans can drive before they can drink? Or do you think drinking before driving's better? What, what would you go with? Actually, no, we do it at the same age, but everyone just drinks younger. Yeah, and no, because we we can drive at seventeen, but we can drink at eighteen. Oh right! And in I the UK, we started drinking at like fourteen over here. I mean, yeah, me too. Uh, but also the oh, I don't want to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like, there's a few things in this country where I think we should maybe raise the age. Yeah, limit probably because there's certain parts of our law that a lot of bad people are protected by. Yeah. So I driving young. I hate kids on the road. <laughs> <laughs> kids who drive young. God damn. Bad, bad people. What's with all these parties in this film, by the way, man? What, the bar, mitz- I- the bar mitzvahs? Yeah. Well, they're massive, aren't they? They've got, like, yeah, DJs there. I was going to get Emma actually? on because she's been to one. Where is she? But she's at work. <laughs> also, as a quick aside, happy, uh, happy wedding anniversary. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and they're recording this. Do you know what's I mean, your it's, plans? It's fine though because she's at work. I've just got back from work. Had an early shift today, so it's fine. We're not. I'm not recording while she sat in the other room. Luckily, uh, he is currently wearing a suit, a shirt and tie. <laughs> There's a candlelight dinner behind him. His <laughs> wife is checking her watch. The lobsters on the boil in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what are you doing for it? What are you doing for your anniversary? We, we don't have really anything planned because I knew I was working and because my work is like all over the place, that could have meant that I was working till like 10 o'clock tonight. But so I didn't book anything in. So just a chill one. But 
our whole life's a celebration, so oh, we don't I need know, to make saw, just one day of it. I saw your wife's little post about you earlier. Lovely, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it's very nice. All, all, photo, um, all the photos where it's um, more sort of favouring me, we've got all those printed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So she's she's been to a mm. bar mitzvah. Some of her old neighbours were Jewish, and she went to, I think... I think one was a Bart mitzvah, one was a bar mitzvah, so boy and girl. And um, she said that they, they were mental. They were like basically like wedding receptions. They're big, big parties, but for a 13-year-old, so they are just a little bit odd. Like when you watch this film, I, I did think, I mean, it, there's good and bad points to this this point, but you know how everyone in this actually does look like a kid? Yeah. Which I think is good because sometimes you watch it and you're like, have you ever watched um, Never Have I Ever on Netflix? Um, I don't think so. One of the kids in that, I say kids, is I think 32. And <laughs> he looks at it as well. He's got stress lines on his forehead. Mm. And um, in this, like they do look young. But then also, I I was working somewhere the other day. And someone said, oh, yeah, my kid's got their Bart for next week. And I looked at the kid and I was like, fucking hell, like 13 isn't isn't old or whatever like you look really yeah. young like the ones in this film probably do actually look a bit older than that um yeah which i guess they probably would have to be i think obviously in the past a lot of like high school films have had like Bruce. i don't know a heath ledger appear or yeah john travolta and yeah. they're like oh, oh look at this 14 year old boy how how handsome is he or whatever <laughs> This film does the same though. They like do slow mo on these boys, but they. <laughs> but I think that's kind of the joke, though. Isn't I know. It? I really, I really like the yeah. joke. It's really good that they slow mo shot on these like pathetic looking little boys, boys. <laughs> with like braces <laughs> and stuff. It's really funny because um, yeah, we've got two love interests in this film. I think. Yeah, uh, you've got the main boy. I can't remember his name. I can't remember anyone in this film's name. It's, it's a proper, like, boy name, though, isn't it? I want to say it's, like, Ben or Jake or something like that. Like, it's a... Andy. Oh, Andy. Oh, my dad's name. Yeah, your dad's name. Proper little boy name. <laughs> Andy Goldfarb. Andy Goldfarb. So he's, like, a massive knobhead, isn't he? And yeah, he's just he just loves playing uh, football and playing his Xbox and being horrible. Yeah, he's just your regular little boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's just, like, just a horrible boy, but they're all, like... <laughs> Objectifying him and saying how beautifully is he's just nothing. And then there's a very, very, very sweet little boy. Yeah, I kept on saying this whole film. I kept turning to my wife and being like, "How lovely is that kid?" (laughs) I said it so many times. What lovely boy? Uh, So nice, Matteo. Matteo, lovely Matteo. He was nice. He's like a. A Spanish kid who's like converted to Judaism, I think, because he he only volunteers one day a week, so he wants to do it more. Because he's the nicest kid. He's a really nice boy. And he starts like collecting food off the tables to feed a grandma at a nursing home. And he's just like... He's really nice when he introduces himself to Adam Sandler. And Adam Adam Sandler's like, oh, I really like this kid. I was like, yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) We all like him. (laughs) Because <laughs> that's the character I was assuming would be when he first got introduced. I was like, "Oh, here's the cute boy that <laughs> the love interest will realise later on." Like, yeah, 
or they realize the love interest isn't that good, but the real good boy is this boy, which is what they do. But I didn't expect him to be so sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's just so nice. I kind of <laughs> like nice kid. We got to mention really the the fact is like they're fancying. She fancies both of these boys or whatever, but the film is like it's more like a love story about friendship, isn't it? It's one of those kind of films, yeah. which is always quite nice. A bit like what did I watch recently or... that was the same? Francis Ha, that's the same. That's the, a rom com, yeah, but really that. it's about friendship. It's lovely. Yeah. We could have and one I... about us because <laughs> we're such lovely friends. We never are <laughs> <horrible laughs> to each other. Yeah, there's no version of reality where I'm like I'm giving up my party for you. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and I turn up wearing a t-shirt like Luke Thomas is a bald cat. <laughs> you could easily edit together like footage of me saying horrible things like she does in the film. You oh, have yeah. that power. You yeah, can ruin my my I life. Do that. I've got that video of you queefing on Joe Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> So that was a bit of the film which you were quite fascinated by, and I. <laughs> I don't want to say fascinated. You were fascinated. You totally loved it. the wrong word. No, excited. You were... <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh god! Everybody, I don't like there's, talking about this. There's no word that you can use to like fully make sense of this. The strange confusion I had at the queefing subplot. Yeah, there's a subplot where one of the characters queefs on another character's face. It made me feel quite uncomfortable, but I think that was the point. So yeah. it was fine. I just think you said the, you the said I can't wait there. to talk. You said I can't wait to talk about this. We're going to talk about it for the entire pod. And no, you, I, I said, feel very quiet now. I think my message was there's something in this film that's going to overshadow the <laughs> the whole thing because most of it, even though it's about someone being quite like petulant and childish and making bad decisions and whatever. It's quite a sweet film, really, mm. for the most part. But that one moment is just so happy, Madison. That part is like whoever wrote Strange Wilderness might have just managed to get one joke left in their script and it was that, that a little girl queefs on another girl. Have you ever been to a sleepover, Luke? Loads, yeah. <laughs> did you ever do any did you ever fuck around with your boys? Um not no, I don't think like that. I don't think doing things like that really. We used to just play I'm, Guitar Hero. I remember like shaving a boy's eyebrow once, and then yeah, I remember no, once I, getting covered in mar- permanent did. marker. I Got, think like, I wanted mustache. to do. That's quite nice. I think mm. I wanted to do the thing when you put someone's hand in a bowl of water and they wee themselves, but like it's just a lot of hard work and like the actual logistics of getting that done aren't as easy as cartoons make it seem. I think that's. That's really easy to do. What are you talking about? You just run the hot tap, fill up a bowl. And you've got to walk with a bowl, not spill it. The bowl's got to be deep enough that someone's hand can get in it. Like, yeah, mixing bowl. Maybe more of a bucket. Yeah, mixing bowl. See, like, not everyone has a mixing bowl. I don't have one. But also, do you not have a large bowl in your home or dish? That could be a bake tray, maybe. (laughs) A baking tray. You must have a bowl. I don't think I do. I've got like medium sized bowls. Like but, just but also we were hanging out at but, like my, my friend's mum's houses. They they'd have Yeah, maybe like... they would. My mum would and she don't bake. But also My parents would have had a large bowl, like a serving bowl. Yeah, but also, I mean, I'm saying this because you would you would actually be the ideal candidate for it. But Oh definitely. Not, not many of my friends are like fucking yogi bear. Like once they're asleep, you can like prod them and do anything. Like <laughs> 
Did you not? No, like lifting up. If someone touched me when I was asleep, I would wake up in an instant. Really? Yeah, I get woken up by my own farts sometimes. Like everything wakes me up. Like I'm a light sleeper. I bet a lot of other people. Joe Tarone would be. He's a light sleeper. I know. Trust I, me, I, he's a light sleeper. That I know. I slept with him that time, and then he just. <laughs> yeah, I know. You woke up and he had your hand in a bowl of water. <laughs> <laughs> but where was my other hand? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, gross. But yeah, um, it it does happen. Like people do these sort of things that at sleepovers and whatever but i don't know if i could imagine a group of quite like sweet innocent girls would be doing something to that extent well how many 13 year old girls are you hanging out with mate not many but my wife was a a young girl once and she said it was very unrealistic she was actually quite angry about it she was like this is so obviously a joke written by like a middle-aged man i don't i want to play devil's advocate a little bit and i don't want to be too horrible about your wife i do like your wife but she is from surrey (laughs) The capital, the home county of Queefing. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're respectable, respectable people down there, right? Yeah, to be fair, I guess in Sheffield, you're more likely to find some Queefers. Oh, yeah. You go to the dark sides of Tinsley or... uh, You can't move for the stench of (laughs) Queef. You can't move for it. I don't know, like... Well, I've never seen anything like that, but I used to go, like, camping in the woods, uh, like, when I was, like, 14... And people were doing fucking horrible things, <laughs> like regardless of gender, regardless <laughs> of anything. Everyone was being pretty, pretty fucking horrible. Mm. So I can, I don't know. Kids are horrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying are. that. I don't know the like that that would specifically happen, but kids in general are kind of horrible when they're on their own. It's just I can't imagine a small friend group like that doing something like. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I guess I just want to see the best in people. I've farted on many boys' faces. Yeah, no, I have as well. But so why why are you saying that girls can't? I mean, they they totally can, but these just don't seem like those kind of girls. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. What it was a bunch well, of you... like like I don't know. You know when they go when people go on like sports tours and stuff, that wouldn't surprise me if it was not like a football tour. Yeah, loads of girls are farting in each other's faces. Fine, knock yourself out, but. These four girls just seem so nice. Yeah, especially the one that gets farted on. I feel so terrible for her. (laughs) She doesn't get a redemption. She's friends with the girl at the end after finding out she got queefed on. You know, yeah, she is. Aren't they? Yeah, they're friends immediately. I mean, I'd I'd hate that. If would you you fall out through? If you could fart through your penis and someone did a penis fart on me, I would. I'd never speak to them again. You'd never speak to someone for doing a penis fart on you. No. If it was a normal fart, I'd be fine with it. But a penis fart is crossing a line. Interesting. (laughs) Do you like it? What, do I like it? (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't fucking like it. If someone, like, jizzed on you, do you remember seagulls? (laughs) The the animal? (laughs) No, the act. What? When, like, you... Someone would, like, jizz on their hand and then throw it at someone. Oh, God! So it looks like a, she- a seagull shat on you. <laughs> I've not heard of that. <laughs> so that no, if someone, yeah, if someone seagulled me, I'd be quite cross, I think. I'm trying to think if anyone's thrown any like body fluids at me. <laughs> I don't think anyone's thrown cum or shit. Have you been pissed on? Pissed. No, I've never been pissed on. Ah. 
I've seen someone drink piss. Isn't that a Drew Barrymore uh, film? Never been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a party once, and uh, these boys like pissed in a beer bottle, and then put it in the freezer, oh. and then Fryer, uh, who was a boy in uh, two years above me, they like gave him it, and then said, "Right, we're gonna have a, a downing competition. Oh, who can down no. this beer as fast." And he literally swigged the whole thing. And then he was like, was that, was that piss? Was that, was that piss? And then started spewing everywhere. Was it not frozen? No, they'd only put it in for like half hour to to chill it. I thought you were going to say he lifted the bowl up and a big ice block of piss just whacked him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) He choked on it. (laughs) I also... I also want to clarify because it does sound very much in this story like I was actively involved. I was in the garden. I didn't even know it had happened, and uh, I did actually feel like that had crossed the line. Yeah, it's I would the never line. make. Yeah, I'd never make someone drink my piss. I think it's very rude. Not without um, consent. Yeah, um, not without consent. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that. <laughs> with consent, get a glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bottoms up. I feel like it did just cross the line. I think as well because that girl she is I mean framed as like a bit like the villain of this but she seems quite nice as well quite nice but I think that it works in the context of the film because it's so disgusting and gross out that it works really well as a tool of embarrassment which is what it's used in in the film because basically she's spliced together this film of like all the embarrassing things her friends done because she's so angry with her friend, uh, but then her stupid mom <laughs> emails it without <laughs> any asking anyone. Emails yeah. the video to Jackie Sandler. So at the bar mitzvah, it starts playing, and it it is. I was really distressed. <laughs> it's horrible, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I saw people comparing this to Uncut Gems. That it's just like someone making very bad decisions for an hour and a half, and it is actually true. It is quite like that. Yeah. And that is the culmination of all of it. That video part as well, because, I mean, you didn't know that the queef had happened the first time. Sorry to keep no, snuggling back to the queef, but because I'd sent those messages, you were like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. What moment is this? And then, like, <laughs> there's a montage of her watching all these videos earlier on as kind of like a bit of catharsis because she's angry, Um, which I get. I think I've heard of people doing this before where, like, if your boss annoys you, you write up a whole email, yeah. but just don't send it. So, like, it's something that can happen. Like, edit a big, horrible video of someone. Like, if someone went through my hard drive, the amount of horrible videos of you I've got, like, they'd, they'd have a field day. There's enough to you make don't a have any. For. You don't have any horrible videos of me. Don't I? <laughs> Every time that you're running late for the podcast, I add something to it. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I don't get a, two a hours drawing long ready. Right now. <laughs> I don't get a drone ready in time. You're like, right, I need to get a, a scene of him farting. <laughs> it's going to be used in my court case <laughs> after I've killed you. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. But, um, so, yeah, like people do do this thing where they they make like an angry thing and just never intend to, you know, post it or confront the person and stuff. So I kind of I kind of liked the way that they built up to it. They showed her making it. Then the horrible thing, as you say, of her of her mum being stupid and not double checking it and whatever, and it did actually 
it was it was really intense that build up when you know the video starting. Yeah. The guy that's playing it, you know he's a fucking idiot as well, DJ Smoothie. He's yeah. arguably the most happy Madison character in this, really annoying DJ character. You know yeah. he's not gonna stop playing the video. Everyone's there. Louis Guzman seems like a bit of a scary dad as well. And he's watching it, he's fuming. So it's a horrible you, moment. I really don't think that um Adina Menzel gets enough criticism in the film for what she did. Yeah. I think that was one of the stupidest things anyone could do in that moment when you know that she knows her daughter has fallen out with this girl. She goes onto a laptop without asking. She picks it could have been like a rough edit or anything. She doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And then doesn't even look at it and then sends it. Mm-hmm. And then doesn't tell her daughter that she sent it. It's so stupid. It's so like ridiculous. And then she doesn't like carry any of the blame after. If yeah, I was that no mother, I'd be then. like, oh my God, I'm so, I'd go up to the, the girl. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. It was me who sent the video. Like she obviously made it, but it was me. I sent it. I'm so, so sorry. Jackie Sandler didn't watch it. She's an idiot as well. Yeah, a little bit more communication and whatever would have definitely gone a long way. But yeah, you're right. There's just like a chain of stupidity. I the the mad thing is though, I could see it happening. Yeah. Like definitely. this is how things like when the sausage party trailer got shown before, like Despicable Me Too and whatever. Like these things do happen. People are too lax, too stupid. And it does fall through. You take you take some of the blame and Adina Menzel's just like yeah, yeah, it's bad that that video got shown. I'm like, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. you've ruined your daughter's life. <laughs> it's true. Do you think? Um, do you not think they would have as well? Like, even the venue might have tested the video out to check. Yeah. To check it worked before just playing it. Yeah. Maybe they did. Maybe they liked it and thought she deserved it. <laughs> deserved to suffer. Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, maybe. In terms but... of the moments of public embarrassment, though, what's worse out of that and the bit when um the when Stacy jumps off of the thing from Grown Ups Two and her period pad comes out. Yeah, so there's a scene in this where someone jumps off a cliff into a river, into like a ravine of water, which is Adam Sandler's patented childhood experience. Yeah, (laughs) everyone loves this experience. Everyone's done it. We've both, you've done it, haven't you? What? Jumped off a cliff into a pool of water. Um, I don't know if I have. I've jumped off like a boat into water, pretty certain. I probably have. I've not in my childhood. Not oh like, yeah, not when I was a kid. Not like gone down to the ravine with everyone to yeah. go jump off, whatever. Uh, but she she braves it, she jumps off, and then her pad comes off or whatever. And then the boys are like, huh, huh, are you having two periods? And then all the popular girls go, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that I was thought, nice. This is a really good like inverse of that. No one's going to be picking on her because yeah. these are better kids than that. But then everyone does pick on it. It didn't make any sense. It was mostly was like, just oh. the boys, though, wasn't it? I think they yeah, made but... a joke and then, like, the girls, like, laughed. But then that was... It was, like, the thing she could see from the bottom of the hall was them laughing. But, like, actually up there. She wouldn't have heard it, but they were all defending her, weren't they? But you'd think if the bullying at school was going on, people are mentioning it, that, I don't know, it'd be called out a bit more or some of these, like, the mm. bully or popular girls or whatever would have maybe it offered an olive branch. I don't think it felt like it lasted very long, though. Whereas, like, when we were at school, I remember there was a video of a girl... Actually, I'm not going to say that. 
but basically the gist is when things like this happen at school the the rumors go around and like they do. They do. Eventually, something new comes along to like take the sh- the shine off of it. But like, people do get stuck with these things. Whereas this seems like it's embarrassing for like a week. Even with the queef video, like that, the fallout of that wasn't as great as you'd expect. Yeah, and every- all the kind of peripheral side characters are all kind of over it, and they're accepting. They're like, "Oh yeah, I know it's embarrassing." They're all very mature, basically. Yeah. All, the- all the side characters here, which is quite nice. But yeah, there there is a lot of build up to the period joke as well. Like there's Adam Sandler going to buy the pads. They just sort of they keep talking about it. he I think he says at one point, like, do you have a light flow, a heavy flow, extra crunchy? Oh wait, no, that's peanut butter. Yeah, and see, that, that, that was awesome. That was awesome. So all the bits in this film where it's uh Adam Sandler being a dad was was genuinely fantastic. There's there's another scene as well where like they she's upset and he's driving her to his her friend's house and she's upset and he's like oh you're right like what's what's going on and they're meant to go to the cinema together but then she's like i want to go to my friend's house and he's like yeah, yeah they're cool and then he pretends to throw his coffee over her and she's yeah. laughing that was beautiful really man. cute moment and <laughs> beautiful he wants to go to the cinema and he's talking about how excited he is for it and he's like you can get extra butter on the popcorn. We're going to chill out, watch a movie and all this stuff. And then she's like, oh, I don't want to go. And he doesn't even like make her feel bad about it. He's just no. so nice. He's just like, I'll go on my own. It's chill. Yeah. And um... then later on, they do go to the <laughs> cinema together and he's wearing a dressing gown in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And he was going to the um, he was going to the car to get some extra blankets because it was a bit chilly in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said someone... that reminded me of my dad so much. He used to wear like a dressing gown to like walk the dog and stuff. And he used to appear, my sister would do like chats like what we're doing right now on like MSN. And he'd like purposely like be in the background wearing like my mum's dressing gown and like slippers and stuff. <laughs> Did he do it on purpose just to wind her up? Or was he I just think there was a bit of a, a middle ground. I think it got to a point where he definitely did it to wind her up. There were some yeah. shoes he used to wear that were known as his pedo shoes. <laughs> he used to wear them all the time. <laughs> I think he wore them more after he got the horrible nicknames. He knew we all hated it. Why? What was wrong with the pedo shoes? They were just kind of very brown. <laughs> and um, they were like slip-ons. I don't know how you'd explain them. I've never seen them since. They just looked kind of like slippers, but they weren't. They were outdoor shoes that looked like slippers. Yeah. Horrible. My dad always used to wear like Crocs. But like before Crocs became cool again. <laughs> and he'd always brag that he found him in a skip. <laughs> Such yeah, a... I know he used to he used to drive a Fiat Multipler as well. You know, those cars that look like a frog. Oh, like, I've yeah. got like three seats in the front, three seats in the back. So I was <laughs> in a family of six. And yeah, he was so embarrassing. I was always like, <laughs> if he'd drop me off at school or whatever, I'd be like part around the side. Drop me around the corner. Yeah, yeah I do not want to be seen with you. Isn't that like were you ever embarrassed by your dad? Or your parents? Um, I can't a imagine, bit, you. but not as much as as you'd think. Knowing <laughs> how embarrassing my dad is, I've always loved him because, like, I take the piss out of him. I harness the embarrassment. Yeah, I've reclaimed yeah. it. I've owned it. Claimed it back. <laughs> my sister, you just embarrass didn't. him. Yeah, my sister was the opposite. Like, she was just fully embarrassed by it. Whereas all of like. My friends were always like, oh, your dad's so funny and stuff. I was like, yeah, he's he's all right. He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was really embarrassed, I think, by my parents until... But then you just get over it, don't you? 
mm. like when you're like like 18 or whatever it's weird though because so i've always weird. found that my my dad was the one where you'd be embarrassed by him but like i've never fought it with my mom yeah yeah i know what I you don't mean know why that is i can't remember who would would but what's weird in my family was that the most embarrassing person in my family was the person i was least embarrassed by which is my granddad i thought like, he was you oh yeah no sorry <laughs> except for me but like my granddad was incredibly embarrassing. Like, apparently, he used to like, walk around with like a, a wicker basket full of porn. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> just a, t- a tiny pair of shorts and no, nothing else. And he was so hairy, it just looked like the. I think my dad. Is that your, that your granddad that I met. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he, he was so him, funny. It's probably like the ape man. <laughs> he just had like a gorilla's body. <laughs> so <laughs> so oh. embarrassing. He's such a funny man. But yeah, you kind of weird. love it though, don't you? You learn to yeah. love it. I think if someone's extremely embarrassing to that level, I think it almost comes back round to endearing. So yeah. if you have children, maybe you have to be like the most embarrassing version of yourself hmm. to for them to accept you. <laughs> it's the only way to do it is to make them hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like I like the uh, bit with him. And uh, doesn't he say about that he's wearing a drip, like a cool drip? Yeah. For instance. <laughs> Yeah, he does say stuff like, oh, the kid likes the drip. This is the one yeah, where it's... It, it, it's the one where he wears the most of his actual clothes for sure. Yeah, I think he was just himself in this. I don't think yeah. he's played a character. It was Which just I, him. I think it worked though. It worked. Yeah, it really did work. Um, um, not long after the cup joke is the reveal, obviously, that Lydia has um, started kissing Andy Goldfarb and that <laughs> upsets um, Stacey. Yeah. The reveal is great. They do the the Jaws dolly zoom shot. Yeah, it's, it's always good a few to of see. These. They did it really well in this. <laughs> there's quite a few like pull zooms and yeah, it just looked really cool. And yeah, that reveal, they hint towards it beforehand. Yeah, I knew it was coming, but yeah, that was that was a betrayal. I loved it. It was good. And it made um... me feel sick. Like it made <laughs> it me feel was... sick for uh, Sully Sandler's character. It's yeah, just awful. And then she obviously goes on her mission to try and win him over and stuff. There's a bit when she like does her makeup really badly and people are like, oh, are you, are you sick? Or have you had an accident and yeah. stuff? She gets her friends to come around and do a photo shoot. And I think my favourite line in the film was when the girl who gets queefed on says, um, I thought we were going to hang out and make slime. That really made me laugh. I think I think it's just because they're um, like... Sorry, I don't was like you or me? Oh, well, my watch, the Siri just went off. Um, no, I liked that because it's like they are young kids, and that whole trying to like be older than you are thing is just kind of funny to see two kids that are still actually being kids and wanting to just yeah. make slime. <laughs> it's the thing that kind of passed us by, but I think the younger generation love to make slime. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever make slime? No, I've never made <laughs> fucking slime. No, me neither. I sent you some though. You once. sent me that slime that time. I, that's Maybe why I that's why I like the line so much. <laughs> he just loves slime. <laughs> you love slime, mate. You're the one who's got some. I don't. I left it in my old house. It's gone. Oh, yeah. You t- sellotaped it underneath the door or something, didn't you? I just left it in a drawer. <laughs> See how long it lasts. <laughs> until someone found it and no one did. Like Paddington Bear, like, please look after this slime. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it just came in like a little packet and it was horrible it stunk so nice Such um, the only thing i'd say that we've got left to discuss about this film because we've we've gone into a lot of detail about most of it yeah. 
kind of like this that we've just had topics to talk about rather than going through it chronologically yeah like, it actually has bits that stand out rather than us needing to like remind ourselves of the plot at the temple that they go to is that is that school for them basically they just call it temple or was that they go don't they say they go to hebrew school or something or oh is that what it is yeah i'm assuming it's like a sunday school maybe or something like that like yeah to learn the the torah and they um they have this rabbi who's she's very interesting isn't she she's quite funny yeah. Who is, she? is it sarah sherman I want to I say think so. Something. She's a Saturday like Night Live person, isn't she? Yeah, she's big on SNL at the moment. Um, what's your opinion on oh Sarah Squirm as well is her comedy name? Yeah, what, right. what's your opinion? I don't know anything about her. This is the first thing I've like seen her in. I remember yeah. seeing her do like the weekend update once. It went it was like going viral on Twitter and people were like, this is hilarious. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, what's this? It was rubbish. Like everything on SNL ever is, but um, <laughs> in this I quite liked her. It was um, she's quite a funny character. She, when they first showed her, and she's got that quirky mullet and the funny. I think she had like a skull cap mm. on, but with the Misfits logo on it or something like that. It was like a random punk band. Yeah, Misfits. Um, found that really funny and like kind of gave me the vibes of some of the teachers in like Billy Madison. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that she was a, a good addition to the, the cast, I thought. Um, kind of wish they'd used her a bit more, maybe. But yeah, I think that she was quite unique and quite weird. I kind of like the character. Um, I like that they're using like young comedy actors kind of before they they hit really, really big, I guess, like post-SNL. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, I thought she was good. I liked that she was on a little treadmill. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been hard for them to have put Rachel Dratch in that role. Exactly. Uh, which, I mean, like... Sitting she, at the desk. Fine, but, like, she's always at the desk. Yeah, they broke, they changed it by having a young new person <laughs> and the treadmill instead of a desk. And it worked wonders. <laughs> it did. And there's also a, a... What's the other guy? The pastor or something? I guess so. I don't know what his name was, but he's playing a little guitar, singing, singing a little funny song. Yeah, I think it just felt like... It was funny enough. They kind of do the thing where they're not like outright just telling jokes. Like every line isn't something overly trying to get laughs. Yeah. And I think just making the character kind of funny and quirky is like enough. Mm. They're not overdoing it to the point where it's like irritating, which I think is quite good. Yeah. I would like to see, I think, Sarah Sherman in a, a lead role. Maybe not with Happy Madison, though, just because of. Just to be safe. Wrong, wrong Missy. I'm just yeah. thinking of that. Maybe something by the people that made like Bridesmaids. That might be yeah. nicer. Something like that. But That's yeah, I think thing. a comedy vehicle with her in the, as the lead would be quite good. I think she's got a lot of energy. It reminded me a little bit of Jack Black in, in School of Rock at mm. times. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good side character. Yeah, it was good. I, I could see, though, if you use this as like an archetype for what she's going to do afterwards, you could. there's like that worry that they're going to get just stuck as what kate mckinnon kind of is just like a quirky the same quirky side character in everything yeah apart from that one time she was randomly in that is it bombshell kate mckinnon was like margot robbie's girlfriend when they exposed like a harvey weinstein type type of fox news it's quite a good film actually and she was pretty good in it most comedy actors are like quite decent straight actors but it just never really don't know it never really happens yeah. I don't know if she could be a straight actor though. With was mother. she in bomb? Was she in Bombshell? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember Bombshell. Uh, is Charlie's Theron in it? And 
you think it was Charlize Theron, but it was actually Kate McKinnon. They just did some really good makeup. <laughs> no, she was she was definitely. She is, uh, I did watch that. I just can't really remember it at all. Can I tell you something fun about this film? What it's done. So it was Adam Sandler's actually like kind of highest rated film. You heard about this? Mm. It's like one of his first ones to be like, I think ninety six percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, um, people actually it like got, it. Yeah, it's got pretty decent reviews. But really funny, you know M's work. So she yeah. works at Digital Spy, and they did an article about that story about how like it's one of his first ones to be, you know, to break break his bad streak or whatever. And for some reason, she said that her work always say they don't want to cover Adam Sandler. They're never covering his films. But for some reason, they went, they went with it on that one story. And then this month, it's been their highest viewed story, the Adam Sandler one. So now they keep doing loads and loads of Adam Sandler stories. But all of them know that we do this podcast. Her friend, like her colleagues know that we've got an Adam Sandler podcast. So they think that Emma is like doing some sort of weird insider trading thing where she's trying to get Adam Sandler covered loads by their website. What? <laughs> what, a, what are you talking about? It's such a weird story, isn't it? That is weird. But so like now they keep on doing loads of Adam Sandler posts, and apparently they they keep actually getting lots of hits. And it's like trailer revealed for Adam Sandler's animated film. <laughs> but you can't like. <laughs> that's just because people want film news yeah I know the... no they don't really think that but I think they all oh, just take good. the piss out of Emma because of it oh well why don't they give us some traffic for god's sake link us I know, link us link us in the, god's in sake, the links spy. at the bottom but it is yeah, very please. funny I love that that's Ooh. happened so at the end of the film they played the char char slide the guy who made the char char slide died this year <laughs> did he slide to the left <laughs> off, off the edge of a cliff Who's he doing? He's dead. I meant that. Is that how he does it? <laughs> Let's read about his death. He's, he wasn't even old. It's like 50 oh, something. Cha Cha Slide. DJ Casper. DJ Casper, yeah. My last note of the film is rest in peace, DJ Casper. Rest in peace, DJ Casper. Oh, yeah, not old at all. He's born in 1965. When were your parents born? My dad was 66. Mum was oh, younger. Oh, both younger. Okay. My mum's yeah. my mum's older than this. Mr. C the slide man. He was diagnosed with kidney cancer and neuroendocrine cancer in twenty sixteen. After an unsuccessful surgery, he began chemotherapy. In an interview in July twenty eighteen, he stated he was in remission. In twenty nineteen, Perry stated that he beat his kidney and liver cancers and said he was a changed man, stating that was God's way of just slowing me down just a bit a little bit. By 2023, the cancer returned, causing substantial cachexia. Perry died of kidney and liver cancer on August 7th, 2023, at the age of 58. It's sad to see him go. That's what I'll Rest say in peace. That. Rest in peace, DJ Casper. Have we got any more deaths? Apparently he was called DJ Casper because he used to wear it all white on stage, like the ghost. <laughs> right. right, okay. But yeah, it was good to hear it anyway. It's very accurate of parties. I kind of liked that all the parties were like really modern music and then just that one song that's at every like wedding and party and stuff. Yeah. I really but, like the there was the one kid who really liked Don't Stop Believing. And then at the end he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find Don't Stop Believing. It pulls right into his face. He's like, Yeah, come on. <laughs> I really liked him. Aaron was his name. <laughs> I like that kid. 
the one name you remember of the whole film is the <laughs> Don't Stop Believing Kid. <laughs> uh, so I think people kept just be like, shut up, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was good. Anyway, should we um should we go on to our um Sadie Sandler scale? Yeah, let's go to our Sadie Sandler. But even the lead, the lead Sonny Sandler. Was the lead Sonny Sandler? Yeah, man. Which one do you want to go on to? The Sonny Sandler scale or the Sadie Sandler scale? I want to go to the Sonny and Sadie Sandler scale. <laughs> okay. How did you do on the Sonny and Sadie Sandler scale? Um, I did I did good, actually. I did really good. Got quite a lot oh. of ticks. I got a line 13 minutes and 42 seconds in. Um, My line was, nice property, the big old Sandler house, of course. Lovely nice. property. All of the houses in this are huge and nice. They have two um, big, nice cars as well. Massive, nice cars, yeah. Mm. Shouting was my second one. That was for the DJ that was announcing like the bar, bar mitzvah. He was very loud, just shouting all the time. There was probably more shouting straight after that. I think Adam Sandler was shouting quite a lot. There's a um, scene where they're just shouting at each other as well, which was quite oh, yeah. in another room, which was, was very good. good. Yeah. Uh, and then Big Shorts. The first time you see Adam Sandler not in his like suit after the party, I think they're doing like a PowerPoint presentation of what they want the bat mitzvah to be like they've got like i don't know they want paul mccartney there and stuff while they're doing that adam sandler sat on the sofa and he's just got this huge pair of shorts on nice. i mean not his biggest in the film they come later but there's some big big shorts in this it's a plethora of big shorts also had um hitting face she takes a football to the face quite early on by andy gold yeah um sandler sings um the older sandler kid sings in the car apparently I've I've noted that down. I don't know what the song was, but I think there's a bit of singing from everyone. She sings from the Torah later on. <laughs> I guess that would count as well. Outdated reference I've ticked, but I mean it is a joke, like that that he does this. But that priest, uh, the pastor, pastor whatever, the singing guy, says that he was in a band called Exodus because the name <laughs> Genesis was taken. Which I thought was real. it's a good joke, it's a good joke. But if this is a, a film for young adults i don't know that a genesis joke totally would work for the children of today maybe not because even i've never i don't know any songs by genesis i know Surely. it's phil collins but i don't know any of their songs what's phil collins right yeah i think so but didn't they sing like i can feel it no that's phil collins that's but you just said phil collins is in genesis yeah he's in genesis but that was one of I his thought, songs i thought he was genesis this. Okay. It's like saying the Beatles did Say 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 and Baby You're Amazing or whatever it was called. They did Invisible Touch. Can you hear that? You Can saying you that this? I heard you say they did Invisible Touch. I can't hear the Can song. You, not, you can't hear the song playing. Really no, you've loud. got noise reduction. Noise reduction it ruins podcasting. Um but yeah, the only ones I didn't get were Urine. We got other bodily fluids, but not that one. Uh injured animal, no animals hurt in this film, and um, there wasn't a surprise cameo. I thought there was some room for a surprise cameo, like someone performing at a Bart Mitzvah later on or something, but they kept it fairly grounded. Isn't it mad we've barely discussed Louis Guzman? <laughs> yeah. He didn't really do much, did he? He was just sort of there. He goes and gives me, give me loads of those, uh, the, the candy or whatever. Twizzlers. Give me those loads of those Twizzlers and when they give him loads, he's like, just give me one! What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That's a good line. Was he more tanned than usual in this? I think so, yeah. He, he was pretty, saying, uh, pretty dark. He's on, he's on six dating apps. 
Yeah. Uh, as a married man, what dating apps do you think he was on? What, I've got to try and name six dating apps? Yeah. <laughs> this is a fun game. <laughs> I thought on. there weren't any games on this podcast anymore. <laughs> go on. Uh, Tinder. Yeah, good. Bumble. Yeah, well done. Many fi- Plenty of fish. <laughs> Many fish. Plenty of fish, um, yeah. That's a good one. Is Match.com still a thing? Maybe. Friends Reunited? <laughs> no, I don't. Friends Reunited is the one. Grinders the gay one, so you can't. Uh, could have been on that. Could count, yeah. There's still a date now. Um, Might have been bisexual. Uniform dating. Uniformdating.com? Right, you've got one more. That's six, isn't it? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is there no, Tickle? There's that one you always talk about, Tickle, where you... Like, <laughs> What's Tickle? There's the one you go on. I don't go on any You're always going on about tickle? tickle. I'm not like, a bit dirty, you say. Tickle. <laughs> I'm, I bet Tickle is actually one. You, you said you go on one called Tickle, and it's like, it's a bit grimier. <laughs> Everyone I on there wants sex. That's Tickle. Oh, no, that's that's Field. See, it's so close. <laughs> Let's see if there's one called Tickle. You missed Hinge, which is like the main one. Is it? Is that the main one? Oh, wow. There is actually one, a dating app called Tickle. Tickle, meet new people IRL. Tickle helps you meet people, make friends, find dates at local places you go to. The founder and CEO of Tickle, Luke Terry, says that it's one of the greatest dating apps around. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's about 100k downloads. This bad. is a, yeah, it's like there's a few people using it. Quite a few people on Tickle. Jo- and look at the uh, the horrible logo. Join the fun. Oh, it's a feather. Oh, feather. Uh. I think there's more to that. I think that's like that competitive tickling, like that documentary. Have you ever seen that? Tickled. I haven't, no. But Worth a watch. Concept makes me quite uncomfortable. Um, um, how did you do? It, bad. I did actually quite bad this this time. Um, <laughs> just to clarify how we did this, you just sent a photo of all yours and just went, I can't be bothered to write yours up. Just pick pick of ones that I haven't picked. Yeah, it um, came across quite rude when I did that, but it's because I was about to watch this just as I sat down for dinner. Yeah, no, it didn't come across as rude, it's fine. Um, but I I could have had the chance to pick a perfect play. Yeah, you could have been naughty. Uh, and I didn't, and I did really bad. So the only things I got were product placement, which uh, I got for the Fuel Raven backpack. Oh that yeah, they're in that lot. lot, aren't they? Yeah. It was genuinely that was seeping through for me. I was like, "Oh, I should check out Fuel Raven, see if they've got any nice like sweaters." Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, this is just the film is making me want to buy one. Do you know so what? It... Though, also something I spotted in this: um, Adam Sandler drinking a can of Coca Cola. Usually, it's a cup with Coke in it, but it was a full-on can, red, shiny, glimmering can of Coca Cola. Interesting. I think he's more so, yeah. of a Pepsi guy usually, but God, it floored me. God. So <laughs> I got product placement for those two at least, and then there's probably others. And the cars seem like product placement. Yeah, I don't know what the cars they were driving, but they look nice. I crossed genuinely good acting. I can't remember who specific it was for, but there's there's elements in this that are good acting. I think Sunny Sandler when she realizes the video that's being played is not the right one was really good. I thought her friend was actually really good in this as well. Yeah, yeah, um, she was good. Adam Sandler as well when he like shouts at her, mm-hmm. who's also really good. There's a few bits in this where, if they'd have just maybe 
developed a bit more dramatically, it'd have actually been like really good. But yeah, mm. I crossed it for that. Things I didn't get. I didn't get a maniac villain. I don't think that Andy was a maniac enough as a villain. No. He was just kind of a thoughtless, horrid boy. Yeah, he got off with people kid. in it got off with people in the temple or whatever. Um Maybe maybe Stacy was the villain. She made that horrible video. What the main character? Yeah, a bit of a villain. She's an anti-hero no, at the very least. She's an anti. She's got that villain. Taylor Swift songs about. Her. <laughs> um, there was no bald jokes in this. I thought maybe a kid would take the piss out of a bald person. They didn't. Small town best bloke. No, seems no. like a pretty big town, and he's a normal man. He's yeah. not, not ever. No one like. It's not like everyone loves him there. There is one bit at the first Bart Mitzvah where there's a guy talking a little bit about like politics or investments or something. And then Adam Sanders like, look, Greg, I'm going to stop you there because we're all getting really bored right now. And you just keep talking and we want to have fun. And this is a night for all of us. And then everyone at the table claps for him. It was like one of those moments where someone really writes themselves as like the hero. The hero, yeah. Is he, the, nice. is he the best? He is the best bloke. They even like Jackie Sadler's even like he's a good father. Oh, yeah. And he's like sleeping on a sofa in the shop. Sleep, yeah. And it, I'm gonna I'm gonna Maybe it is it. a small town because everyone knows everyone. They're all going everyone to each other's each other, parties yeah. and stuff. Right, he is the best bloke in that town as well, by far. Like he's yeah, really he's so cool. awesome. All right, well, I've crossed that. I still don't have a line though. Uh <laughs> shirtless Adam Sandler. There is no shirtless Adam Sandler in this. No. Which is a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, there's no poo in this. No. There's no reference to weed. Everyone in it is 13 years old. They're pretty clean, these kids, yeah. Pretty clean kids. And then uh, no one's speaking gibberish. No. Yiddish? So that's a language. No, fuck, I was going to be like, right. <laughs> the bit when she was reading the Torah, that was fucking gibberish. <laughs> Maybe if she was getting it wrong... Like, if if it was... But it's not, though, because she's taking it seriously and stuff. It's not Adam Sandler going, and doing his little voice that he does. Yeah. Um, exactly. So there's no gibberish being spoken. So, yeah. Um, did bad, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the films are better for it, aren't they? <laughs> when there's yeah, definitely. I forgot to mention as well, in terms of Sandler Sings, there's one part. I watched this with the subtitles on, and a song started, and it said the artist, and it was like... Say it was like a band's name and it was like featuring Sadie Sandler. She like sang a song on the soundtrack. Did she? That's cool. Yeah. Good for her. Following in Adam's steps. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's everything. There's not really much much more to say. We said a lot about this film. Our film yeah, of the year that's... so far, it seems like. <laughs> well, we'll uh we'll decide that now. So Luke, you've got uh you are so not coming to my bar mitzvah. And you see, you see it getting off with a cute boy. <laughs> it's the cute boy that you you also fancy. So you storm out, and then they follow you, and you can say to them that you are so not coming into the castle, and they'll be vanished into the pit where they'll where they'll rot forever with other films like The House Bunny. <laughs> Is that is that a film? There's I thought so you were going to say um, other films about the Jewish experience, like um, Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> That's in the castle, that. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? The All castle. the films that have a focus on Judaism, like that, and that one scene in the Wedding Singer, they they're all in the castle. All they're two all of in the them. castle, yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, is it going to be there or is it going to be dancing uh, all night long in the castle with the wedding singer and yeah, Any other scenes, nights. which are crazy nights, apparently. And any film that is around Judaism. And and that one song from from 100% Fresh. Oh, the Hanukkah song. Oh, Bar no, Mitzvah the, Boy. Yeah, Bar Mitzvah Boy. Yeah. Which is... Um, yeah, I would I would let this film into the castle for sure. I would not say that it's invited to the pit or whatever the whatever the metaphor was. Um, so not invited to the castle. It's so in, no, this film is so invited to the so castle. invited to the castle. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I had fun watching it, and like it's been fun to talk about. And it's it's far from like a perfect film. It's just like very serviceable, I guess. Um, but I I would recommend this to people, and it kind of just it felt so much more relevant and stuff it felt like uh happy madison doing the right thing for the first time in about eight years or something like that yeah i don't know when their last one that i would say is actually like a genuinely good film is probably before the netflix age really I don't think there's been yeah any really in that, that i've rated that highly yeah. and this was quite good Hubie. actually Hubie halloween maybe Hubie halloween was pretty fun this is the one that actually feels like a, an actual film rather than a Netflix film to some extent, I would say. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had fun watching it and it was a nice different perspective and just it was just really refreshing for us, I would say. Again, not perfect. And as you say, there's are, are You There God supposed to be better? And in this genre, I would say it's not quite the standard of like Booksmart and Lady Bird and other ones like that. But it's still a, a good film. It's a fun time and I enjoyed it. How about you? This is going in the cast as well for me. I enjoyed it. It was pretty enjoyable film. It tugs at the heartstrings a little bit. It could have been better as well, obviously. Like, I think if they'd have maybe gone a little bit further with some of the drama angles and maybe developed some of the relationships, like the relationship between her and her mum and her and her dad mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more as well, I think that would have maybe improved it. Um, but yeah, overall, it's a really strong film. I think it feels like a nice direction for Happy Madison to go in. It feels like it's not just the same voice over and over again. And I think that for her first leading role, I thought that Sonny Sandler was actually really good. And yeah, yeah, it was a solid film. Nice. I agree. Yeah, well well done, guys. You finally cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your best film since the first one you ever did, Billy Madison. No, I can't remember what it was. Great. All right, well, now's the time in our film podcast um, where we forget about films totally and instead talk about our sexy sexy bodies or our journey to getting sexy bodies it's time for real fit boys real fit boys cue the theme they are going to be real fit boys it ain't about how hard you get it it's about how hard they become real fit boys as you can see, the two Sandler Pit boys are starting to get really fit. Look and look up becoming real fit boys, just like me. They're almost as fit as I was when I got slapped that time. Real fit boys. Real fit. Real fit boys. Boys. Real fit boys. You put on a ballet. I'm putting on like a headband. Boys, though, that's horrible. You don't need that because you have no hair. It's just it's like like a Cobra Kai headband. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, it's a it's a Somalian pirate. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh how's you look like you've had a head injury <laughs> in a it doesn't, look good, does it? it doesn't look good. I've never worn this like no. this before. 
I don't like, like it. when like an all white school does a version of West Side Story. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> One guy clicking in the corner. Put it um, in the back of my head. How's that? Little yeah, bandana. perfect. Cool. Do you wear that in the gym? I do not. No, I used to Thank wear God. it when I went hiking. But right there, you go. Right. So how's how's it going uh, with you in your fitness journey? Yeah, we're still we're still trucking along. Um, this week's been my first week where I've had like pretty consistent work. I think I've done like five five days now in I don't know in a, not all in a row, but I've had a few breaks and stuff. And I've started to obviously there was a point this month where I was going to the gym every weekday. I think I did yeah. that for maybe two or three weeks, and it was fine. But I wasn't seeing like any more results than I would have if I was going every other day. Yeah. But now I've refined it and I'm now doing a three day split where I do like a push day, a pull day and a leg day. Ooh. And it's, it's working quite nicely. I like my routine now and I'm doing like before I was just doing like free weights and stuff. And now I'm doing a few different bits. Like um, I do the squat rack, do some squats, do some, uh, do some bench presses, which I, I hadn't done before. But yeah, it's it's going good. I feel like I've I've stepped up like all my weights as well. I've gone up like a couple of kg on everything. And I'm now before I was doing the thing where like you do three sets of 12. And now I'm doing the thing where like you go up to a weight where you can it's it's like if you can do more than 12, then you need to go up to the next one. But I've pushed it so I can I only do like if I'm struggling to do like six kg, then that's probably like the right weight. Trying to keep if I had struggled to do six reps, I mean, so I'm like doing these quite heavy ones and and struggling, and I'm doing that like shaky thing that that you do when you're really struggling. I'm just shaking. It's it's really working. I'm ripped now because I keep <laughs> shaking at the gym, like Dwight Goodman <laughs> when he gets when he gets off the machine and shouts, "Feel the burn." That's me every day. Nice. Wait, who who the guy from Dodgeball? Yeah, White White Goodman. Yeah, you have mentioned dodgeball twice today. I love dodgeball today. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. You mentioned it to me personally when you oh, said that. Yeah. You said that the scene in this film was the most harrowing <laughs> scene in a comedy film since the guy from Dodgeball died. <laughs> I'm just obsessed with dodgeball. Great comedy film. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's going good. I I'm gonna try and just keep it up when I'm going when I'm working still and. Probably just means going in the evenings, which is a shame because I love going in the middle of the day. But yeah, I was going to say, what time is your? Do you usually go? My my favorite time to go is like eleven a.m. Mm. I try and go because I kind of I think everyone's like when everyone's gone to like lunch and stuff, it's not as busy in there. Yeah, it's always good. I can just do anything. I do all sorts of weird stuff, and no one knows anything. Go and do like handstands on the wall and whatever. Um. I've noticed recently, like a guy who's doing, he's doing Callin, is it called Callin Spetics? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You, you know the thing I mean, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. He's doing that, but he's quite old and like he does it in quite a showy kind of way. <laughs> you know how like it's hard not to judge people when you're in a gym. You shouldn't do it. It should be a judgment free space because like I don't like the idea of someone judging my terrible form and whatever. But this guy just, every time I see him doing something, I have to look. Cause it's always a little bit funny. Like he goes on, like he puts the squat rack, like as high as it can go. Mm. And then he does like what they do at, at like the Olympics on it. He like, what do you mean? 
holds on to it with both of his arms and then like does like a leg lift and his body's like an L shape, but he's on the squat rack doing it. It doesn't feel like it's what it's for. And then he hangs upside down like a bat sometimes. <laughs> and, what, upside down? Yeah, upside down. He hangs upside down like a bat. Does all these little things. He, sometimes he gets a kettlebell and gets two kettlebells, holds one at his sort of hip. Then the other one, he holds it up, like straight up, yeah. right up. But then he walks through the whole gym doing it, like he's announcing something. It's a oh, bit so like... One arm extended into the air, the other by his hip. Yeah, like, like the Nazi salute. Oh, little right, bit, little maybe somewhere in between. Has he mar? Is he marching? He sort of yeah, he sort of like gallantly marches through the uh, through the gym in like a straight line with his head really straight and upright. And right, kind of just feels like there's like an area for everything in there. You know, like that's how the gym's arranged. So like, there's a sort of area where he could be doing like squares. He could be doing laps around there, little circles, but. Instead, it, it kind of feels like he has to walk through the whole thing. And it kind of, I don't know, grates on me a little bit. Every time I see him coming past, I'm like, oh, here he comes again. <laughs> the Führer. <laughs> Marching through. I don't yeah. like the Jim Führer. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I just find it a bit distracting that you're trying to work out and there's just a guy doing, like, handstands and stuff. Do you think a gym's the right place to be doing, like, handstands and headstands and stuff? Um, there's an argument for it. So, yeah, like, in my gym, there's like two rooms. There's one room where it's the weights room, and there's mm. another room which is like the what's it called? Like the I can't remember what it's called, but it's like got mats in there. So yeah, like gymnastic room, style, type stuff. Yeah, so people in there are doing star jumps and other silly stuff, and like I don't know, just like get doing sit ups and press ups and stuff. I personally think if you're in the the weights area, you shouldn't be doing that. I have seen people do it though and it's very very distracting. Yeah. I, I get know. it though and it is it's still exercise and stuff, but I feel like that's the sort of thing I'd probably do at home maybe. Get like a yeah. yoga mat and do it at home, but I mean it, there's there's equipment there for it, so it kind of makes sense, but then also he's using like the squat rack to do his like bat hangs. <laughs> I saw another guy in the gym as well doing like it, it was exactly what you said about the the big guy who wears like the Steel City vest or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does like Steel the world's Sigma. quickest, um, mm. the really quick reps. There was a guy doing that, and I could I, I listened to like my heavy metal face in the gym, but I could still hear him breathing over the top of it. Just like <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at what he was doing, and he was literally he had like two kilograms, and this guy's big, like he's bigger than me, definitely. And he's just like touching his shoulders with it just constantly. Yeah. And if he was a bird, he'd be flying. It's that quick. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see God's you. Oh, dear. How are you getting on? Yeah, not bad. Um, I did message you yesterday because I came to the realization that <laughs> I'm, I've, I've become quite, quite chunky after a few weeks of. I've kind of exercised, but not thinking about my diet too much. And then we've just had the bank holiday weekend. I was in London yes. uh, for the entire weekend. I went to Battersea Park to watch the Royal Philharmonic. Uh, <laughs> no, I love this because night. was it the last episode when you were saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to a festival." Like, yeah, you sound like yeah, I'm seeing the Arctic Monkeys, <laughs> but it's Sarah Brightman and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, so I thought it was going to be a day festival because my friend bought tickets ages ago. And was like, oh, do you want to go to this music thing? So I hadn't researched it. I didn't know what it was. And like the day before, 
I was like, so what is it we're actually going to see? Because I know there's quite a few like festivals. It's like Leeds and Reading have been this weekend. Yeah. There's been like, I think Shambhala as well. I think that, is it All Points, all points East? East? Yeah. Yeah. Big festivals, all quite cool. But no, this was the Royal Philharmonic at Battersea. And I had the best time ever. You look pretty good. You could bring your own booze. We had like loads of Prosecco. We had loads and loads of like M&S like stuff to like eat, you know, a little. We had like some cheese. We had some crisps. We had some hummus. It was all like protein snacks. (laughs) Do you have any grenade bars in that picnic? (laughs) No, there was no protein in any of it. It was just fat. (laughs) And yeah, it was very, very middle class. And I was drinking so much Prosecco and I woke up the next day and I had like it looked like a the bubbles bloat <laughs> it looked like a state like it looked like a, a thing you'd see in a film like a fake belly like click. Over. <laughs> yes it was like the click belly and I was like what the fuck is that and it was hard <laughs> and I was like why, the, why is it so hard shit? I, no because I tried I couldn't shit <laughs> and it, I've still got it like it's not oh, as no. bad as it was on Saturday on Sunday morning, but it's like this this hard gut that won't go away oh, from God. drinking like sit-ups. six bottles per second. Have you put on a lot of weight? I don't know. I haven't weighed myself. I don't. I don't do want to go now. down that road. Do it now. All right, all right I'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited about this. Bollocks! Stubbed his belly on something. Right, I'm weighing myself. Okay. This isn't right. He's telling me I'm 10 stone. (laughs) That's not true. Right. Now I'm on the carpet. Oh my God. Oh no, that's not good at all. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) This is really not good. (laughs) This isn't good, man. What? I'm I'm fifteen twelve. <laughs> From what you were down to like fifteen four 15, at one point. <laughs> oh no, he's gone backwards. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, that's depressing. How much of it do we think is like water weight or from exercise and stuff? Might, I don't some know. of it might be muscle. Yeah. What I need to do is just get back to. My nice, my nice cut. August has been rude, like really rude. They say the best time to weigh yourself is like in like the morning as well. And we're recording this yeah. right now at like six o'clock. So yeah, and I've eaten a it's lot. Probably today. not as bad as that. I had a big falafel wrap for lunch. Falafel's good though. It's good for you. Not the amount I ate. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a low calorie thing though. It's not too. No, bad. no. I'm exactly as I said. I'm not worried. I've just come back off a bank holiday of like. Proper big eating. So this is the worst possible time can, to make me weigh myself. <laughs> could you, can we set the goal now that you're going to do like, you're going to do calorie counting and clean eating for all of September? Yeah, that was what I was going to say. So, let's do it from that weight as well. 15, 12. Like, even though that's 15, probably 12. not your actual weight, let's say that's what your weight is. All right. And, and then we're going to see how much your body can transform. Now, so I'm going to start this on the 4th of September. No drinking. No drinking. No alcohol. No alcohol. No beer. No bread. Oh, no bread as well. I've been hitting tiger bread like a motherfucker. I need to calm down. 
you know what I've been doing? I've been having those protein Warburton's bagels, and they're actually quite nice. No, I just want to. I just want to get back to my good old days of porridge. Fair enough. Um, yeah, if you if you can, I I yeah, don't I'm think gonna... I could do it though. I think that's why mine's still working for me because I'm just doing s- small cuts, small changes. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I I just want like a really clean September. It's more of a detox, to be honest, because I've been drinking like constant constantly during yeah. August. You like, are partying a lot. I think I've been out there partying. He's part. He's a bachelor. He's new. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. Oh, he's like I, a bachelor. I, I think that this is why I've managed to do this. Okay, is because like <laughs> me and my friends meet up every now and again, go for the odd beer and whatever, but like not that much. I haven't the whole time I've been out of work. You know, these last few months where I've been losing weight, I've only had like a handful of drinks. Really, I don't drink that much. Yeah. I'm down to 13 stone free now. I know you're really light, but I I'm the opposite. I've been drinking, partying. I've been doing those like days out where I've been eating a, those big sandwiches every single yeah. day. But yeah, I'm not that worried. It's literally just I just need to get back on the calorie counting. I'm doing it from the fourth when I get home from Northumbria because I'm going yeah. caravanning this weekend. Nice. You can't be healthy while caravanning. I can't be healthy whilst caravanning. You'll you'll be drinking every day. Yeah, I'll do a star jump and the entire thing will fall over. <laughs> if anything, you'll probably get bigger than you are now after caravanning. Oh, yeah. Like, that's like a thing I'll go back you have, up to 16. You've got to have like fried breakfasts and stuff. Yeah. Or else it doesn't really feel like the real experience. Um, I think, yeah, let, let's do that as your goal. You've got to do that. My goal, I think, because this is going to be my time working, I think... I've got a hope to get to like 13-1, I think, by the end of yeah. September. That's what That's I'm not hoping. a bad idea. If if I can just cut just that little bit and still do my at least my three-day split. Because mm. the way I've been doing it at the moment is that you're supposed to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm. and then have the, the rest days in between and then your weekend off. But I've been doing, so like I went on like, I did like Sunday tuesday wednesday thursday or something so i was like smushing the days closer because i knew that i was working on a certain amount of days so like i'm i'm trying to do more than i need to i'm trying to still push it that extra bit but i won't be able to forever no i think you should try and go back up to 14 no stop trying to get me to be fat i'm skinny now look at my jaw (laughs) i know my jaw is looking great now it's like really Softening around the edges. Yeah. Like, no, don't you leave. you went from index finger back to a thumb now. You're looking like a thumb again. God damn. The I thumb know. from spike is. But again, <laughs> I'm not worrying. I think the true message should be that fitness shouldn't like impact your life to such an extent yeah. that you don't enjoy your own life. I mean, I've had happy. a lovely yeah, I've had a lovely summer. This isn't the permanent my permanent body. I've just had a nice summer. I'm going to have a nice, clean September detoxing. And I'm happy with that. And I'm in a happy position. And yeah. also, gym-wise, I've been going very frequently until I went down to London, so couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go today, but I can't because I'm going to Dungeons & Dragons in an hour. And uh, and I've been doing this with you. Yeah, but fair then, enough. All good reasons. I I'm on holiday it- tomorrow. It's going to be, yeah, it's hard. If you could lose a bit of weight, like do a proper cut, and but still be lifting the amount you're lifting, you'd be being a great place. I know that's my aim for the end of October. 
I think as well for your clean month, you need to do the thing where you have creatine every day. I don't like it that you just have it on the days you work out. You need to build up the store. Listen All right, to fine, I'll build science. up the go- I've been right, doing I'll it every build- day and look at <laughs> I haven't got much to prove of it. I'll but... build up the stock. <laughs> I reckon that if you if you did it every day, oh, you'd be yeah, lifting so like 40 fun. kilograms and stuff. I know. I think my heaviest is 30, 34 I've, I've done as a, a curl. And it was Good. horrible. I felt like my arms were going to snap off. Uh, but other than that, like the last few weeks have been pretty good for the gym until this one. And again, I'm not even I'm not even going to be able to go to the gym again until the fourth of September, because tomorrow I'm working all day. I'm going to the caravan in the evening, yeah. then Friday, Saturday, and then back Sunday night. And Who there's no chance. With? I'm going uh, with uh, Sophie. You don't have to say that so shyly, so coy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Is there not going to be like a Nuffield near you that you can? I'm not in? going to. I'm not telling her. I'm not going up to her and going, oh, I'm sorry, but I need to go to Nuffield whilst I'm up here. There might be one on the site. No, because I don't want to go to gym. a gym whilst I'm on holiday. No, it's a holiday. I man. want you to do a little ab workout in the caravan, see how much I'm it shakes. I'm not doing a little... <laughs> little, ab, little ab challenge in the caravan. Oh, that- that Thank 15, you, 12, that's shaking me a little bit. I'm feeling a bit stressed. <laughs> what? The, the 15, 12, yeah, yeah, that Especially is a bit of a, a downer. But like everything else is in two weeks. <laughs> it, it does happen though. That's what happened to me. You know, oh. when do you not remember when I went to Lanzarote? I was only there for a week, and I put on about four or five pounds. Yeah, it does happen when you're gorging your face. Right, you just got to be careful with these things, man. <laughs> but no, I'm still going to be fine. I'm going to be on track. The next one we're recording, like. It, it we will not have this happen again yeah i think let's leave a bit of space so we can actually do this let's record at the end of september so we can actually hear a bit of a difference all right all right let's yeah. focus on real boys and our bodies <laughs> all right so we're gonna leave recording until the end of oh, september do you know what my other goal is gonna be i'm gonna yeah. add it in now is that so i've realized recently I could never do push-ups. Like I couldn't even do one mm. before we started this. I used to hate them, couldn't do them at all. Now I can do like 10 in a row quite easily. Nice. Do like a full 10, like a set of 10. So I think by the end of September, I want to get that up to like maybe 14. Nice. Should we no, have a competition? Right, it? How many could you do in a row? I can do uh I can do 40 in a row. 40? 40, yeah. Bullshit. I did it. We were sort of me, my brother, and my dad. <laughs> oh my and I was only, I think I only did 40 because I wanted to be my any dad. skip crocs. They gave him special powers. <laughs> no, I think my, usually I get to about 30 or something and then I'm like, I'm done. I can't do anymore. But yeah, I, I do about, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm such a little show off, aren't I? Lifting all this timber. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying around all this timber all day has made me really, really strong. <laughs> oh, just your body, not an actual uh, tree. <laughs> no, I'm not going around a tree. Just, just the old, the old. Oh my god, there's so much to grab hold of. Fifteen stone. What about your um goal of doing the uh, chin ups? I did one. No, I did two. Just one. I, I did used two the in a assisted row. Did... one, and I did I did six on the assisted one. But the assisted assisted. one, I can, I can only do about six or seven. I'm crap at the assisted. Yeah, but yeah. I did I did two real ones like that. And then, and then uh, I was just hanging there like a conker. <laughs> I didn't do any more. I think when I mean, the it... year of 
when the year of real fit boys is up we have to do like a video compilation of us doing like chin-ups and uh <laughs> press-ups and stuff <laughs> me like i love that do like boxing on your belly and stuff <laughs> oh it's fine i'm gonna we just... should have made a rocky training montage through the year i really wish we had i know but we don't live near each other and like yeah, i know i hate I, I took a selfie in the gym just to send to someone as a joke, and I hated even just doing that. Uh, I'm just looking at the uh, the picture of me in the gym where I had almost I, I almost had abs. Okay. God, it was, God, they were good days. I have like when... a constant shadow of an ab, but it just isn't changing, and my belly's still underneath it. It's not pretty. <laughs> I don't remember when this was. God, I looked good. <laughs> but you had the thing like... It was like a, a week, week, couple of weeks ago. Your body went quite funny, I thought. What, what when my body went it was obviously like, like so like abs and stuff but like it was almost like under your chest there was like others wanting to come through you know like what a cow has like others what why <laughs> no, joking oh, i like, didn't have others, like others. <laughs> it was like cosmic body horror where you the had cat, others. the cow of barnyard <laughs> <laughs> the taste of milk <laughs> oh god yeah this is yeah, this wasn't that long ago. Right, that I mean I just need to get to there and Yeah, because you were starting to get quite proud of your um your chest, weren't you? you were I was getting proud. I mean, to be fair, I'm still down to an L in, in shirts. I'm still wearing like I'm still better than I was at the start of the year. Good God. But we don't yeah. I mean you probably don't feel I mean, apart from your the way your belly's been feeling, you probably do feel I feel healthier. no uh, yeah, in general I do, but the last like since Sunday morning since waking up, I have felt like I'm Big carrying body. around a child in my stomach. Like I feel, I feel very bloated, and also like around my face and chin, I feel quite bloated as well. Mm. So, yeah, this this detox in September can't come soon enough, to be honest. You can still be healthy and have fun though, especially if it's just you and your girlfriend going on the caravan. Girlfriend, <laughs> piss off. <laughs> you and your boo. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> God damn no, it. but if it's just like if you're just if courting just and stuff, like you don't have to be unhealthy when you're courting. Yeah, true. Like to be fair, I, d- I don't think I'll be like crazy and healthy there mm. and stuff. Like she doesn't really drink that much either. I don't think I'll drink much either because I'll be like, driving. Yeah, but I'm just saying I won't be at the fucking gym. Yeah, don't just don't be at the gym. Yeah, I'm not going to be tracking like... it, but like just keep in mind that like you know this isn't forever. Your body can't always last this. Can't, can't bounce back forever. No, I know, but I'm not going to be like crazy and healthy. But yeah, your motivation be should be that time. Gym. You remember when that time when you said your hands were buzzing or whatever it was? Like they felt well, I couldn't feel my hands and feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always remember that because like I do always remember that. I think that all the time. I, I don't think I hands... ever picked out after hearing about that. <laughs> my hands felt fucked on Sunday, and that's another stress. <laughs> It's so sad. I always just lose feelings in my hands. It's <laughs> quite upsetting. I think I'm vitamin B deficient. I think it's that as well. Right. Get some but, multivitamins or something. I know I have got them. I, what I want is like a pill box so I can put all my multivitamins in them. It's expensive yeah. though, isn't it? Being healthy. Is it? It's not that bad. I don't know. Actually, I suppose like protein shakes and stuff like actually are only like one pound per serving or something aren't they maybe even less probably less like my, you get the powder mine's like 30 quid for a two like a one kilogram packet lasts me ages as well yeah 
I've been trying not different flavors, so I only um, got 500 grams ones. They're running out a bit quicker. Ah, uh, I see. You should go up your size and use yeah, my okay. protein. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I think now that I've found one that I like, I might get a bigger one. Yeah, I found one I really liked, and then they've discontinued it. I might message the website and be like, you've ruined my fitness. Plan. Yeah, I remember you said about the one you liked, and then I ordered the one that's just chocolate and peanut butter, and it's not good. Yeah, chocolate and peanut butter is not good. Chocolate and caramel is not good. But chocolate, caramel, and peanut butter is really good, and I'm really upset that they've got rid oh. of it. So it was well tasty. Mocha's nice. That's why I, That's the one I like, mocha. Interesting. I might get on the mocha. Yeah, when I when I next have to order it, fuck, this is boring. Um, I know, this is the listener. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, it was. We peaked when we were talking about your hands falling off. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm getting quite sweaty, quite worried. Right. Well, <laughs> we've got time. set goals anyway, and people are going to tune back in to hear how we get on with that. And the the year's nearing its end, so we need to we need, we need to, to fight for it. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. All right. So that's it for Real Fit Boys. We're happy. We're not happy. We are quite happy. Um, you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. It's made its way into the castle. Yeah. What are we going to watch in our next episode? In our next episode, we're going to be watching Leo. Hey. Everyone's so excited for Leo. Um, Leo is the next new Adam Sandler film, the last one of the year. Year of three Adam Sand films. What a year. The one where he's a lizard and it's animated and kind of just looks like every film that's come out since Toy Story, where something that doesn't have a voice now has a voice. What? <laughs> what? Toy Story invented things that don't have a voice having a voice? Maybe not invented, but they kind, of, about? they kind of perfected <laughs> that as a kid's film, right? What an animal talking. Like it just being like, what if this thing had a voice and it's in our world still right can you okay. think of many like strong ed- examples of that from before i can't what like an really animal trying. talking jungle book lion king but jungle book was like it was set in their world lion king was set in their world these are all like what oh, is this thing that we see every day and they have a secret life a secret life yeah so a secret life of a pet yeah, exactly <laughs> like a secret life of a pet or like a secret uh, life of a DC super pet or 101 Dalmatians Lady and the Tramp yeah they don't hear them talking yeah, no, you're they're right. having a chat eating spaghetti and stuff mm. but I, yeah I don't know they're all I guess yeah, yeah I think you're right maybe I'm just <laughs> thinking literally just because it's 3D animation yeah so maybe it's that's... an animated film about a lizard that talks and mm. does he live in a school or something he's a school pet who yeah I think he basically finds out he's going to die soon, so he decides to do his bucket list. <laughs> what a what a cheery one for one of our last episodes. Well, this was a mad one because I watched the advert for it and thought it looked fantastic. And then I sent it to you and you were like, I can't believe this is going to be one of our last episodes. I thought it looked rubbish. There's another <laughs> trailer really since rubbish. then. and I'm not going to lie, it made me laugh like three times. <laughs> All right, so we're about to record the intro to it. So maybe I'll watch the, uh, the trailer live. Yeah, or in between. Or in between, yeah. Let's um, see. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm I'm wait. looking forward to it. Um so that as we record this, we're in October currently. This episode would have released like late in the month anyway of October. Yeah. And then Leo doesn't come out until I think the twenty second of November, I wanna say. Bloody hell. And I'm starting a new job, which I know is gonna be intense. Yeah. So I'm a bit worried about us recording that and getting it out before the end of November. But 
we'll try. We'll try and get it out. Um, it might just be quite a choppy episode, but it's going to be later than they usually are, which is like, usually they come out halfway through the month, but I think this will be closer to end of November, maybe start of December. 22nd of November. I can put it, I'll put it in my calendar now. Just, yeah. As long as we watch it straight away. And we get... watch it at 6am. <laughs> Fresh opinion, straight into we the mic. We record it right before work. Let me just check my work calendar. <laughs> for the if I'm on like a studio day, I might just find a dark room to sit and talk about Leo in for two hours. No one will you notice f- I'm gone. You find a dark room. Oh, I've got classes that day. Maybe I'll see if someone can cover me. <laughs> so we'll have to Leo. Try, and, try and get it done like the weekend after or something. But yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll um, that's that's our problem, not the listeners. Yeah, yeah. We can do all this admin whilst not being recorded. Uh, but if you have anything to talk about or want to get in touch with us, in the last few episodes of this podcast's current form, then please get in touch with us, thesandlipit at gmail.com. And you can also uh, follow us and messages on social media. We're at the Pit on Instagram and Twitter slash we're X. On, we're on Facebook as well, but we don't really use that. Um, yeah. And we, I've we started just post semi- Leo memes. <laughs> I've started semi-regularly updating our TikTok, which is the Pit talk. Yeah. That's the next frontier for us to um, conquer before we leave this earth forever. <laughs> um also give us five stars on apple Podcasts and spotify i'm not asking i'm telling just do it and subscribe all of that stuff we want to go out with a bang and the end of the year is going to be fantastic at the sound of it you don't want to miss it you don't want to miss it at all thank you very much to joe tarone for all the music that he brings to this podcast and all the memories these lovely lovely tunes thank you luke thomas for your artwork always stunning Cannot wait to see what you conjure up out of that magical head. Uh, thank you very much as well to Luke Terry for doing all the editing of this podcast and for his TikToks and his trailers. <laughs> the dancing videos on the TikTok. The dancing videos you keep making. Me uh, doing the gritty. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? I don't really know. <laughs> so come back next time when we'll be talking about uh, Leo. And until then, it's been a very happy Sandler bye from me and a very happy Sandler bye from him. Bye. Not any quotes from the film, do I? Rest in peace, DJ Casper. Who the fuck's DJ Casper? That's why we fought the Nazis! So you can have a mojito bar!